Oh yeah, baby. What is going on, all my movie-loving badasses? It's your boy, Preston, Fat Samurai Guy, back again with another live Q&A, baby. That's right, hanging out with the Movie Dojo Army. That's right, all you beautiful, sexy badass. Loving movie-loving badasses? <laughs> what is going on, man? It's great to see everyone here. That's right. Live Q&A, hanging out with the Samurai Guy. Yeah, going to be talking movies and pop culture, baby. That's right. Got some Blu-ray movie reviews. Uh, you know we got to start off with that first, and then I'll talk about two films I just watched recently, two random movies. And then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to chill and get to hang out. That's right. So cheers. That's right. What is this? The Marvel mug we got going on here. <laughs> cheers to everyone. Hanging out with the old samurai guy, watching watching your boy tonight, hanging out, talking movies. Yes. And I am drinking tea. Who am I? What is happening right now? This is my, I'm taking the adventure, the tea adventure. That's right. I'm going to start drinking more green tea, healthy stuff, no sugar. Once in a while, I'll have some coffee with some sugar in it, you know, and stuff like that. But uh, I'm going I'm to try to do the tea. And you guys drink tea? I hear it's healthy for you. So I was like, oh, let me sneak in some tea throughout the day. But holy shnikes, we have legends among us. There he is, Tyler in the house. What's going on? Oh, shit. Yeah, certified badass channel member. Uh, Storage 24. I need to watch that. I've been wanting to watch that for a while, actually. It's it's It's... it's we have the psychic link, Tyler. <laughs> Great minds think alike. But yeah, I've actually been thinking about jumping into that. Yes, and uh, rest in power, Meng Hoi. Uh, phenomenal stuntman, action coordinator. He's martial artist. He's done it all. Brandon in the house. Throwing it up. That's right. Get your metal on, fellow metalheads. What's going on, Zombie Warrior? Good to see you. Oh, yeah. Dig it. Cream. <laughs> Cream of the crop. That's right. Good to see everybody here. Eric in the house. What's going on? Oh, uh, Justin, what's up, brother? He said, I watched the 4K premiere of The Raid Redemption this past... Oh, my God. Woo! I am excited. I'm sure you guys are excited, too, for the 4K remastering. There she is. Another legend. <clears throat> Heather, good to see you. Yeah, throwing it up and flexing it. Yeah, good to see you, Heather. Uh, Shin Batman in the house. I saw Moscow Mission, one of the best films. Ooh, ooh, Moscow Mission. I'll keep an eye out for that one, Shin Batman. Sean 9-9 in the hazy. That's right. Yeah. Oh, watching the Creed films. Okay. Catching up on the Creed movie. Oh, wow, look at that. I'm not the only one drinking the tea here. Yeah. Brian, what's going on? Yeah. Gonna watch Lady Report. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. There he is. G. Lopez in the house. Oh, shit. The sumo that be sexy. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? It is great to see everyone tonight. And I don't know why my voice is going already. We just started. Ah, here we go. Steve-O in the house. What's going on, brother? Good to see you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get the banner going. Hold on. Get the, get the put up the banner. Yeah. All right. 
Andy Lau. Okay. All right. Nice. Nice. I'm going to have to check that one out if I get a chance. But now we're going to stop it. Ah, there we go. <laughs> it is great to see everyone here today. Yes. Yes. Sipping on some fancy tea. <laughs> yeah, I've become a tea guy today. Today's my tea journey. Yes. <laughs> Got to do it with the pinky out, man. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, it's uh, great to see everyone tonight. Uh, <laughs> stop and stop and zip. Uh, awesome to hang out with uh, your boy tonight. I appreciate everybody showing up. I don't know if I'll be able to milk this mug for a while. Let's see. We let's see if we uh, see if I can make it last for the whole stream <laughs> with the pinky out. That's right. That's right. Well, it's good to see everyone. Yeah, we got enough badasses here. Let's go ahead and start the fucking ruckus. Big, huge shout out to the legends. That is MVD Entertainment Group, baby. That's right. Shout out. Huge shout out to them for sending your boy some screeners and some uh, actual physical copies. Yes. Over here as well. So, yeah. Was it sick? Punisher T. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised I still fit in this thing here. I haven't worn this in like forever. Yeah. That that, that this was this was in the, the samurai guy's thinner days uh cupboard. <laughs> I guess the material I can still squeeze in it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to MVD uh sending me uh, some stuff to review for you guys and keep you guys in the loop. Now, I'm going to play some trailers. I'm going to play three trailers so you guys can see what these movies look like. I'm sure some of you have already seen some of these films. Uh, but I'm going to play three trailers. Uh, when we, you know, when we, when I get to each movie, I will play a trailer. Uh, so all of you badasses that are here live, you get to see the trailer. Because most likely, <laughs> after this stream is over and it's processed for tomorrow... I'll be getting three copyright claims, unfortunately. So I will have to remove the trailers after this is live, uh, uh, is over with. So, but I did put uh, links to these three trailers in the description box below for all you badasses that watch this video later, not live. You can click on those links there and watch the trailers for yourself. So you can get a, 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 get a, get a, get a shot to see what the movies look like. Yes. But let's go ahead and get it, get it started here. On the Room remake? You're talking about the uh, the biopic that they made? Or unless they're making, unless there's something announced that I don't know about. Uh, you picked up the the oh look at that, missed 4K Steelbook. Yeah, all right, nice brother. Yeah, yeah, nice. I hope the black and white version is in 4K because that's the what that's the best way to watch the mist. Yeah, and black and white. It's perfect like that. But yeah, let's start the let's start the fucking ruckus. And first up is this really cool. Uh, you know, this this tis the season. It's October, right? Uh, check out this really cool DVD. This is a documentary here. Uh, Horror Underground Extreme Cult Cinema. Yes, this was really good. You get your money's worth. Uh, it's pretty long and meaty. Everybody likes things long and meaty, right? 
So, uh, yeah, here, check out the trailer. Ladies and gentlemen, you're about to witness some scenes <laughs> which under no circumstances should be viewed by anyone with a heart condition or anyone who is easily upset. They're not scared to push the envelope. They're not scared to just kick your teeth out. It's just one of the most exciting kind of forms of cinema, the idea that there's no kind of like restriction behind it. Underground horror doesn't shy away from anything, but it can be actually quite shocking. I think the more films there are, I think the more chances there are that that one audience member is going to find that one movie that speaks just to them. I, I, it just blew me away, and it still is one of my favorite films of all time. The future of underground horror is kind of, I think I, I see it continuing to evolve. When it comes to what underground horror has to offer that, you know, mainstream Hollywood films don't, the, the stories are much more interesting. You avoid painting. Quite often they're not very safe. Repeating to yourself. Because nowadays Hollywood has gotten really safe. It's only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. It's only a movie. It's only a movie. It's only a movie. Horror Underground Extreme Cult Cinema on DVD. It says here an awesome, uh, just reading the quotes on the back here, an awesome documentary. Full of blood and gore, 10 out of 10 from Dr. Splatter. Awesome compendium of the most exciting era in film. Extreme, this from Extreme DVD. This DVD is actually from Filmlandia. Yes, and uh, about an hour and 26 minutes. Pretty long and meaty. Uh, the special features on here is mostly trailers. But it says, welcome to the dark side. Come on board the sick and twisted roller coaster as we examine the extreme side of horror cinema, exploring select films deep inside the horror underbelly from the makers of VHS Lives and Troma's Grindsploitation experience, this unrelenting horror doc full of nostalgia, revealing a new breed of extreme celluloid fans. Yeah, this was a this was a lot of fun to watch. I really Really recommend it if you guys need to more collect collect more horror documentaries. Uh, definitely check this one out. But it was it was it was it was pretty good because it, there's a lot of interviews from the filmmakers in the industry. <laughs> um, yes, I know. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, it's only cool horror movies. I'm catching up. You guys, uh, comment. Oh, cool! It is the black and white. Oh my god, that's gonna look gorgeous in 4K, man. Yeah. Anti-hero headbanger, another certified channel badass member. What is going on, brother? Good to see you. I had no idea that the room had a remake already. How do you remake the room? How how do you remake the room? That's like impossible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a lot of interviews on here uh, with a lot of filmmakers in the industry, a lot of indie filmmakers as well. Horror, horror, big just horror fans. And the cool thing about this was I was introduced to a lot of movies I never even heard of. So while watching this, I was taking notes on my phone. Okay, got to watch that. And Tubi, got to watch that. But yeah, they, you know, it's the celebration uh, of the cult underground horror cult cinema, you know, and 
a lot of the ones that we know uh, kind of, you know, kind of changed the game, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? You can go way, way back before that to Blood Feast and stuff like that. Uh, shoot, you can throw in fucking Toxic Avenger if you want. <laughs> There's so many of these underground classics. But i never seen a Circus of the Dead. That looks like a lot of fun. Because, yeah, there's a whole bunch of movies uh, that they reference. They show clips from. And I was, like, taking notes, putting it in my phone. I need to watch this one. I need to watch this one. I need to watch this one. Uh, but, yeah, there there is something to the, you know, the, the horror underground type of films. You do, I mean, like, yeah, the budgets aren't vast. But, you know, the, the filmmakers have freedom. And they can show as much gore as they want. They can show as much nudity as they want. They can get as crazy and as wild as they want. Um, and you don't have to worry about big budget studios saying, nope, that's too much. It's too crazy. I mean, l- let's let's be honest here. You know, I'm a huge Friday the 13th fan. I'm not a Friday the 13th expert, but I'm a huge Friday the 13th fan. But let's be honest, uh, some of those Friday the 13th movies, they were all, a lot of those cool Tom Savini kills were cut, they were cut away. They were censored, you know, and that sucks. You know, even though I'm a huge, like I said, I'm a big fan of Friday the 13th movies. Jason's my boy, son. You guys know this. But, you know, just just find the interview of the director who directed the seventh film. And he he will come out, on. he will be honest and say, yeah, the studio and the producers, they, they they ruined my movie. They destroyed my film. And when you watch the behind-the-scenes footage, it just sucks. It sucks that those unused uh, gore effects footage of actually showing the kill, they're they're too grainy and messed up to like remaster and release like an extended Friday the 13th Part 7, you know, um, the new blood uh, blue on Blu-ray or something like that. They can't do it because the old footage is like pretty much trashed, but you could see it, but it's just not pretty. But yeah, that, that hurt my feelings. Cause I used to watch Friday the 13th part seven a lot. And, you know, I enjoy it for what it is. And then then I watched the documentary, you know, the Friday the 13th documentary. And I found out about all that, all the shit that was cut. And I was like heartbroken you know, I was almost like I made the movie and I was fucked over. You know, I was just like, oh, my God, you actually see the guy get sawed in half and you get to see all these really cool gore effects. And it just sucks that the, the they were just like, no, nah, it's too much. Cut it. But with horror underground films, sky's the limit, man. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> Hold on. Let me catch up to you guys here. Yes, 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 yes. A Spit on Your Grave, that's another one. See, some of these movies became big, huge hits. Uh, but there were so many, you know, shot on shot on videos slash shittio movies. There's a lot. And, and I'm sure, just like with any genre, a lot of them are trash, but there's a lot of them that are really good, too. That's why your boy over here was making notes. I was like, oh, I got to see that. I got to watch that. <laughs> like, they talked about a Serbian film. They mentioned... Uh, uh, the Necromantic uh, series, which I've never seen those. Uh, we did talk about Serbian film a long time ago uh, back then. So let's see. <laughs> <Is there constipated? laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yeah, you guys should definitely check out the documentary for sure. But let me go ahead and bring up the information. There we go. Uh, heads across. Yeah, I, I was heartbroken, man. I was so heartbroken. 
like when I I wish I didn't watch and, and, and half of me was like a part of me was like I wish I didn't watch the documentary. <laughs> now I go back and watch seven and I just I still enjoy it for what it is, you know, but I still like the film. But Jesus Christ, they butchered that guy's movie, man. You know, but when you're horror underground, you, you have that freedom. You have that freedom. But yeah, let me pull up the information so you guys can see. Uh, where you guys can get uh, the DVD here. That's right. Hold on, let me bring it up here. So make sure you guys can look at it, look at what I'm looking at. Yeah, there we go. I gotta get the horror background up. Hold on, let me make sure that's up. There we go. Yeah. So uh, all titles that I'm going to talk about tonight, the links for this uh, for all of them to go straight to the link and buy uh, the titles if you guys are interested are all in the description box. But yeah. Horror Underground, Extreme Horror Cinema. There we go. It is. Oh, this comes out tomorrow. <laughs> Look at that. That was perfect timing. Wow. So this actually gets released tomorrow. It would have been cool if, if there was a uh, Blu-ray uh, release of this too. But uh, they're keeping it real, son. They're keeping it Horror Underground <laughs> DVD. That's how we're rolling with it. Uh, unless there's a Blu-ray I'm not aware of. So. Uh, but yeah, so this comes out tomorrow, but yeah, the only, uh, I just wanted to bring this up so you guys can look at it and see, uh, the release date and all that stuff and the price, if you guys are interested in that, but yeah, highly recommend it. It was really good. It was like, you learn while you're having fun, seeing all these titles I never heard of. And I'm just like, yeah, this, that's what's up. So there's a lot, a lot of these movies that they're talking about are on Tubi. Good old Tubi. So yeah, highly recommend it, and it comes out tomorrow. You can pre-order it now. Yeah, so that's that's what's up. That's what's up. All right, next up, you know what? I was gonna, you know what? Let me save it for last. I was gonna do it next. I'm gonna save it for last. This next one, you guys most likely, seventy percent of you, I'm sure you've seen this Brian De Palma classic. You guys know what this is. Court of Appeals decision now devolve upon me the painful duty of unleashing upon society a reputed assassin. The prisoner's discharge. Call the next case. You Carlito Brigante, man. You a legend. He's one of us. What's funny? Everybody's fucking big time. He was big. He's a tough guy. He just got out of Lewisburg, man. Well, I ain't dealing. I ain't going back to prison no matter what. You said you would bring my 
I gotta do this, just this one thing, and then I'm out. Every instinct you've got won't do anything but get you killed. He saved my life, Gail. Whatever he wants you to do, don't do it. That's what I am, right or wrong. I can't change that. Never give up your friends, Dave. And there's only one rule, you save your own ass. Didn't you ever have a dream? Yeah, I had a dream, Charlie. But now I'm awake. Yeah, that's right. Hold on, let me catch up to you guys' comments here. Hold on a second. Uh, let me answer Deadpool Party. Yes, yes. Uh, Horror Underground. Yeah, it is a documentary on uh, Horror Underground film. So yeah, yeah. Check it out. It's actually pretty good. Midnight Movie. Yeah, that was a good. I I enjoyed that. That that was pretty good. There we go. Carlitos Way. Fantastic. Love the movie. Uh, one of my favorite Pacino films. Yeah, yeah. Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Severio, what's going on, brother? Good to see you, man. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Uh, but now is the perfect time to check out Carlito's Way because the 4K picture on this disc is very well done. It still has a little bit of that 90s grain to it, <clears throat> but in compared to my old Blu-ray release, uh, the 4K looks looks really good. Sean, what's up? There we go. So, yeah. So, I was sent screeners for the 4K and Blu-ray release of Carlito's Way. And uh, it's just crazy when you think about it that Brian De Palma and, you know, Al Pacino did, you know, both did Scarface. It's just crazy. All, those, all these years later, now they do something uh just as you know gripping what a great crime thriller carlito's way uh is i'm more of a scarface guy but i love carlito's way i think it's i think it's so good i've actually heard some people that prefer carlito's way over scarface that shows you how uh, how good the movie is now i have never you guys have to let me know everybody watching right now you gotta let me know in chat i have never seen the prequel to carlito's way I have never, like, Puffy Combs was in that, P. Diddy. I have never seen that. I kind of stayed away from it because it didn't look good. So you've you guys seen that prequel, you need to let me know right now in chat if it's trash, if it's just meh, or I should check it out. I'm, miss, I'm actually missing out on something good. Let, let me know. But, yeah, I, like, for for a while, I forgot. This, rewatching this made me remember that that prequel came out. It was a prequel or was a sequel. I don't remember. But if you guys have actually seen that, you got to let me know while we're while we're hanging out. You got to let me know if that's good. But yeah, this was a, a classic. I had fun uh, watching it with Lady Fat Blood. She's never seen it before. She enjoyed it. Um, but uh, yeah, let me bring up some, some of the info here. 
and you guys can see uh, the release information. Hold on, bring it up here. Hold on. Booyakasha, look at that beautiful artwork. That is amazing. Look at that, man. Let me blow it up a little bit more there. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is the, now this is the two disc limited edition 4K release right here, but there is a cheaper, uh, release of it just in 4K by itself. Uh, but if you want the two disc here with all the special features in the trimmings, uh, check the link in on Amazon. It'll take you straight here to, to check it out. Now let's check the release date here. Is this out already? This comes out in a couple of days. Look at that. October 14th. So you guys can pre-order it now. But hold on, I'm reading it wrong. Hold on a second. Let me see. I think, is it out already? I think it might be out already. Yeah, I think you got, I'm looking, this is delivery date. I'm looking at the wrong date. Yeah. So you guys, can, this is available right now. There you go. Boom. That's what's up. There we go. There we go. Academy Award winner Al Pacino reunites with his Scarface director, Brian De Palma, for this tough-minded thriller about a gangster looking for salvation down the mean streets of 1970s New York City. Gangster Carlito Brigante, played by Pacino, gets released early from prison thanks to the work of his lawyer, Kleinfeld, played by Sean Penn. Vowing to go straight, Carlito nonetheless finds dangers awaiting for him in the outside world. As Carlito works toward redemption, Kleinfeld sinks into cocaine-fueled corruption. When Kleinfeld crosses the mob, Carlito gets caught in the crossfire and has to face a choice. Remain loyal to the friend who freed him or protect a new life with the woman he loves, played by Penelope Ann Miller, who was in another underrated uh, creature feature called The Relic. I like The Relic. With enemies closing in from all sides, Carlito must find his way before it's too late. Also starring John Leguizamo and Viggo Mortensen scene in this movie is fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious because it's a hilarious intense scene, but it's hilarious because it's Viggo Mortensen. Yes, yes. Carlito's Way has come to be regarded as among De Palma's most accomplished films, a hard-hitting gangster nor laced with romance and melancholy Powerful performances and nail-biting suspense. So there we go. 4K dual format limited edition co uh, contents. Limited edition packaging with reversible sleeve featuring original and newly commissioned artwork by Obviously Creative. Double-sided fold-out poster. That's what's up. Featuring newly commissioned artwork by Tom Ralston uh, and Obviously Creative. Seven double-sided postcard-sized lobby card reproductions. That's why the price is what it is. I knew there was a lot more involved than just the discs. Uh, oh, here we go. Illustrated collector's booklet featuring new writing on the film by Barry Forshaw and the original production notes. There we go. This one is the 4K Blu-ray. There we go. We have, uh, um, let's see here, original stereo, 5.1 DTS, master audio, DTS X audio, subtitles, commentary by Matt Zoller, Sites and who else do we have here? And another commentary by Douglas Kesey. There we go. All right. And two disc two. We have the feature again in Blu-ray and more extras. There we go. A lot of the same features. Now here's the featurettes here. Carlito and the Judge. A brand new interview interview with Judge Edwin Torres, author author of the novels Carlito's Way and After Hours which is screenplay for Carlito's Way is based. Cutting Carlito's Way, a brand new interview with editors Bill Pankov and Christina Bowden. 
De Palma's Way, a brand new appreciation by film critic David Eldenstein. All the stitches in the world, the locations of Carlito's Way, a brand new look at the new locations of Carlito's Way and how they look today. De Palma on Carlito's Way, an archival interview with director Brian De Palma. The making of Carlito's Way, deleted scenes, featurette, theatrical trailer, image, gallery. This is this is probably the best release for this film ever. Um, I'm, I'm actually really impressed because I thought it was just the two discs. I thought it was just you know really cool, awesome artwork and the 4K and the Blu-ray with the special features. But you get all this other stuff with it. Uh, that's pretty pretty impressive. So yeah, if you guys are interested in this, it's actually uh, available for purchase right now. That's what's up, Carlitos Way, man. So it was uh, definitely fun uh, revisiting Carlitos Way. I haven't watched it in a long time, and cinematography is great. The acting's performances are are, are really good. Uh, the suspense building. I, my favorite scene in the movie. I'm sure if you guys, if you see the movie, you know what scene I'm talking about. The pool hall scene. Oh my God, the pool hall scene. That's just great directing, acting, editing, timing, suspense building. The pool hall scene is so good. After the pool hall scene ended, Lady Fat Blood looked at me and said, she, she sighed first. She goes, ah, I miss good movies. <laughs> that was her reaction. <laughs> She's like, I miss good movies. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, the, the chase at the end, I'm not going to spoil too much. The chase at the end, uh, really good suspense building as well. Very well done. Uh, but let's see here. Let me catch up to you guys really quick. There you go. Great cover. Yeah. Oh, more fans. There you go. All right. The prequel's okay, but all right. Hmm. Let's see. Um, rise of power kind of makes Carlito look weak. Well, that's not good. Uh, Eric enjoys. Let's see. Oh, you have both. Okay. The prequel is kind of odd and undermines the true Carlitos Way movie. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. The movie Dojo Army hit me up, some members, and they were letting me know, Sumo. I'm sure you already know. Apparently, at the end, every episode, there's something at the end credits. There's a post-credit scene. So I'm glad the movie Dojo Army kept me in the loop of that because I probably would have stopped, you know, when the credits start rolling. The pool hall scene is, yeah, yes, that was great too. Oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I expected it to be really bad because it was WWE films. Kane makes a great slasher guy. I wanted more brutality though, because his character is so huge. Some of the kills are okay. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've seen worse slasher movies. I was a little bit disappointed with the sequel, though. I thought the sequel should have amped things up. It's not terrible, the sequel, but the you know should have been a lot more brutal, like hatchet like kills from the hatchet series. Yes. Um there we go. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, just a fantastic film. Uh so good. You may predict how it ends, but it's still, I mean, you kind of know the, the beginning of the movie kind of lets you kind of shows you what happens, but there's, that shows you how good the movie is. Cause even, you know, you're still along for the ride. Cause it's so good that you still have that suspense on the edge of your seat in the finale. Now I haven't watched this movie in years, it's been a long time revisiting it. I still love it. 
It's still a classic. However, I will not spoil the ending, but however. Oh, Sean Penn was great too, by the way, looking like Larry from Three Stooges. <laughs> however, something happens at the end. I will not spoil it. But there's a character that's doing way too much fucking crying. Like way too much crying. Like, like we're this too much. Like we get it. We get it. This is my little nitpick with Carlito's way. We get it. I get it. But the person's still crying. Still crying. Person is over somebody else. Crying over that person. Crying. Still crying. We're still going. <laughs> We're still going. And then it goes to uh, the, the the another character uh, monologuing, which that would have been perfect way. That would have we, we we less less of the crying. Like that was over. We're overdoing it now. Like it's like we, I get it. The per it makes sense why the person would cry, but that was way too much goddamn crying. Like that was way too much crying. But the way that a certain character narrates his exit. I did it. I liked that. They should have went straight to the big boom, 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 then narration, then end credits, and not play that goddamn song, which added a little bit to the sap. So you have the crying. You have the crying. Why are you crying? Why are you crying? You have the crying, right? That seemed like it was going on for like five to eight minutes. And then it goes to the sappy song in the end credits that wasn't needed, uh, but it was it was uh, yeah, could have toned down some of the sap. You know what I'm saying? Patch up the to the tree a little bit. Don't let all of the sap come out. Uh, but it was a little <laughs> a little little sappy, you know. And you know that song. I was just like, eh, could use another song, but. Still a classic. I still recommend it. <laughs> oh my god! I know. Right, I turned the movie on the other day. And there was <laughs> Eric. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Yes, and uh, some more underrated slashers right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we almost had a third one, brother. We almost had a third one. There were there were images of uh the actors returned there were images of uh, images of them uh filming scenes and then it just went the project just went and that was it that sucks that heart that was heartbreaking for me because i was really looking forward to a third one i was so excited and it just didn't happen so who knows it may not happen uh but yeah Otherwise, a perfect movie, despite the sap. A little bit too much, too much uh, Aunt Jemima there. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit too much. You are so beautiful to me. Too much sap. Too much. Just turn it, tone down some of the sap. It would have been. <laughs> the fuck are you crying for in the goddamn song why are you crying in the song so you got the actor crying why are you crying why are you crying and then we have the guy in the goddamn song crying the fuck is he crying for the, the, the person he's singing about die in the song to me 
the fuck? Still a classic. <laughs> Still one of my favorites. Highly recommended. <laughs> hey, I'm here to make you guys laugh here. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't, yeah, man, it sucks. It sucks. It, it hurts. So, but yeah, there you go. Carlito's Way. Now we have one more. And then after that, I'll talk about two films I watched recently, random movies. And then uh, we'll hang out. We'll hang out for a bit. Uh, this next one. <laughs> oh, man. This next one. I've never seen it. And thanks to the gods of 88 Films for bringing it to us. This movie's insane. <laughs> this movie is bonkers. Insane. This movie is. And that is the release of The Last Blood. Look at 88 Films showing off. Look at this. Look at this amazing artwork. Look at this. Got Alan Tam there in the front. Got uh, Beardy. Beardy's in this movie. You got Andy Lau. Yeah, look at look at this. This is this is what I'm talking about. Now it's also called Hard Boiled 2. <laughs> and um I'm sure that was just a marketing gimmick in other places. So some places it was Last Blood, and other places it was probably called Hard Boiled 2. And it's not a sequel to Hard Boiled, but there is kind of a shootout in a hospital at the end. Uh, but you do have a reversible cover there. You got the OG artwork there. And it comes with beautiful... Po- I, I, this is why 88 Films is killing it. It comes with they always with all of their releases. It comes with a, a beautiful poster. Is this double sided? Yeah, and they're always double sided. So you got the OG, you got the OG poster there. There you go. Eric Sang is also in this movie. I'm a fan of him. And then you got the beautiful new artwork for The Last Blood. So this movie. <laughs> This movie is bonkers, but in an entertaining way. The kind of bonkers, crazy, insane samurai way where you have... there. This movie is extremely violent, so that's a huge plus right there. Extremely violent, tons of gunfire, tons of real bloody juicy squibs. Okay, but it is insane. Some of the action set pieces are... <laughs> Like crazy looking, man. It's so crazy and hyperkinetic and violent and over the top that sometimes it kind of feels cartoonish because it's so insane, right? Uh, but it's directed by here. Let me go ahead and bring up the actually, you know what? Let me play the trailer and then I'll show you the information. But yeah, I I, I figured I'll save this one for last. <laughs> Hey, 
fight for the lives of the others. They need the rare blood to save them. Within 12 hours. The last blood. So, what's the movie about? <laughs> the Last Blood. Yo, and you you haven't even seen the you haven't even seen the crazy shit in this movie. You they, the trailer showed some some crazy, but it's way 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 over the top, way over the top. Uh, but it's so it's such an entertaining way. Yes, yeah, so once I get there, you go the Last Blood. There we go. Um, uh, kind of hot title, not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, oh, there we go. There, there you go. Shin can't wait. He already pre-ordered the movie now. He already bought it. Nice. Yeah, yes. Still need to get that one movie with the high-speed chase while holding the kid out of the window. <laughs> I forgot. I'm sure Chad will let you know. I forgot the name of that one. But yeah, insane. Insanity. Yeah, it's nuts. You gotta love old school trailers, man. There's just like barely any dialogue. <laughs> Especially Hong Kong cinema. The last blood spoiled the movie. <laughs> oh no, there's 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 a lot. There is a lot more, and it's a lot.
crazier. So let me go ahead and bring it up for you guys so you can see here. Oh my God, this movie, yeah. There we go. Yeah, beautiful artwork, beautiful cover. Oh my goodness, hold on. All right, so this comes out. There we go. Hey, look at this. Another release for tomorrow. Look at that. Comes out tomorrow. You can pre-order it right now. Look at that. Perfect. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's get some information here for you guys. There we go. 12 Hours of Terror. Andy Lau is out for blood. Literally, terrorists have shot two people. Their target was a Tibetan religious leader, but they also wounded the girlfriend of B, played by Lau. Since both victims share the same rare blood group, B joins the cops, headed by Alan Tam from Armor of God, racing to find a donor, but those terrorists hasn't finished yet. Also known as Hard Boiled 2, Police Protectors, and 12 Hours of Terror, The Last Blood is a gunplay movie such as only Hong Kong filmmakers could produce, and is full-tilt tribute to the heroic bloodshed of John Woo, a pioneering mix of Buddhists and bullets from your pals and 88 films. So that's crazy. I'm, I'm so happy I showed that trailer because 88 Films remastered the shit out of this movie. This movie looks a way better than the picture quality I showed in that trailer. Like, the picture is, like, way better for sure. They did a good job. So 1080p Blu-ray, aspect ratio, 2.0 Cantonese mono, uh, newly translated English subtitles, and you know them, you love them, audio commentary by Hong Kong film expert Frank Keep it moving, Jang, the master remaster, and the trailer is on here as well. Yes. Let's see. Uh, directed by Wong Jing, who some people call the man, ma the madman of Hong Kong cinema. And you can see from that move, uh, from the trailer, it's just pure insanity. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's nuts. What, ma it's, what makes it nuts is not just the crazy over the top violence and action set pieces. What makes it kind of more nuts is you have these really serious, violent moments. <laughs> and then Andy Lau's character, you know, his, his girlfriend got shot. And, uh, you know, the character of B, his girlfriend got shot. And she's like literally kind of slowly dying. They need a blood transfusion. They need the right blood, right, to save her. And he's just nothing but comedic shenanigans. Him and Eric Sang are like comedic shenanigans. They do comedy well because they're great actors. They can do everything. But there's just such a crazy balance. And you have that a lot in, you know, in Hong Kong cinema and stuff, especially with Samuel Hung movies. You'll have this ridiculous, over-the-top, but fun, comedic moments. And then the very next scene, someone violent, a whole family gets massacred. <laughs> so this movie is insane. Yeah, oh, there we go. <laughs> yes, City Hunter. Yes, 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 yes. City Hunter, yes. Uh, but yeah. Uh, if you guys are in to, you know, crazy over the top Hong Kong action, cinema action, uh, Last Blood is definitely a recommendation. Excuse me, recommendation. One of the craziest scenes in this movie <laughs> is a, a car chase scene. It, it is insane. <laughs> They're in the car trying to give away. Minor little spoiler. And then out of nowhere, like 30 motorcycles, guys on motorcycles come out of nowhere and just jump. You see them, you see the car coming and behind, you just see 30 motorcycles like flying through the air, coming down after the car. And then they're shooting back at the bikes. I love how every time you, they shoot a guy on a bike, the bike explodes. 
because 80s that's how it works that's how it fucking works and then it just gets crazier and then the car hit goes underneath the truck the whole top half of the car flies off they're still driving then they end up driving down steps it is phenomenal just phenomenal and insane yes oh future cops yes yes future cops yes there you go. Yeah, that's right. I was thinking of City Hunter for some reason. Did you do City Hunter too? Or was that somebody else? You might have done City Hunter. I'm just thinking about that Street Fighter scene in City Hunter. Uh, Ricky O vibes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, highly recommend The Last Blood. And I, I've never even seen, I've never even heard, I don't think I've heard of the film. But thanks to 88 Films bringing it out. And um, Alan Tam in this, you know, I've never. I haven't seen a lot of movies with him. I mostly know him for being the comedic relief in Jackie Chan's Armor of God. And in this movie, he plays like a serious part. And um, he does a good job. He does a good job. But yeah, that's it uh, for the Blu-ray reviews and slash DVD and 4K. Uh, if you guys are interested, again, the links for those films, those titles are in the description box below if you're checking it out. Yes. Uh, Brian's chilling out. Drink it to give us a call, lightning bolt. <laughs> so, you found one? You know, when this came out, when this actually was released, and my buddy found it, uh, posted somewhere, like, this is a thing. Steven Seagal's lightning bolt energy drink with his face on the cover. We went to, like, several 7-Elevens. We, like, did a little run hoping that one day we would find a Steven Seagal lightning bolt energy drink and we would buy two, one to drink and one to keep and put it on the shelf with his face on the energy drink. Oh my goodness. So if you can find it now, that that's hilarious. Yes. 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 Aim for the gas tank. <laughs> okay. So he did do city hunter. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's so funny. Yeah. Tony, what's going on, brother? How you doing, man? I'm sipping tea, my friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of trying to drink a little healthier recently. You know, I, you know, kind of pull back on the coffee unless I need it, and uh, trying to chill on the energy drinks. But uh, you'll you, you'll see Samurai Guy with an energy drink or some coffee once in a while. I'll do it for sure. Uh, but yeah, all right. So that's it for the Blu-ray reviews. And now we'll get to the the new segment for our live Q and A, hanging out with Samurai. What random films have I watched recently? And the first one you're going to laugh at. And the second one, I'm really curious because a lot of people are talking about this movie. I'm going to give, I'm going to spoil it. Okay. I'm going to spoil it. Hold on. Let me check something really quick. So spoiler warning, spoiler warning for the second movie. If you don't want, if you don't want to be spoiled, you'll have to come back when I'm done talking about it. Hold on. I'm just checking something real quick. Yes. So, yeah, the second one, I'm really curious. Your thoughts. You thought it was meh. You loved it. You thought it was some bullshit. thought it was overrated. Let me know. when I, Once I start talking about that second movie, let me know in chat, you know, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll put it up on screen what you guys thought about it. And Super Chats are welcome as well. All right. So up foist, we have, hold on, this one, first one you're going to laugh at. So I thought this was trash. I I, I was all, I was really excited and curious because my boy's in it, you know, an actor I enjoy watching. And I was like, oh, my God, this is a werewolf movie? And Jason Momoa's in this? This has to be, like, epic, right? 
So uh, I talked to some people who've seen it before me, and they were like, oh, it's trash. It's one of the worst werewolf movies ever made. And I was like, oh, God damn it. Well, unfortunately, I bought the goddamn thing. So I'm like, uh, well, it's too late to take it back. I've had it for so long. Might as well bust it out with Lady Fat Blood. Let's watch it together. <laughs> you know? Uh, and I'm going to give my honest thoughts on it. So again, I went into this thinking that this was the going to be zero stars, trash, one of the worst werewolf movies ever made. And we're talking about wolves, baby. That's right. We're talking about wolves. Oop, let me get rid of that. I don't need a copyright <laughs> on that. Uh, directed by David Hayter. A boy is trying to find out. Boy is trying to find out about his family history and stumbles upon a town of lichens. Yes. And I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I kind of dug it. I kind of dug it, despite some sap. There's some sap in here. There's a little bit of the romantic sap. You got two younglings in here. You're going to have some sap. But I kind I, I dug it. I'm, I'm sorry. I kind of had fun with it for what it was. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why here. And I'll, let me show you some images. I'm going to try to, so you guys can look along with me. So I was enjoying the film right off the bat because... It started off like an R-rated Teen Wolf movie. So imagine Teen Wolf, but really R-rated, R violent, and dark. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm on, I'm on board. And this is another reason why I kind of forgive the film. And I kind of it scored some points with me. We have real practical makeup. We have real creature effects. We have real, well, mostly, mostly practical makeup and mostly guys in actual suits in this movie and i was really surprised by that i was like oh shit i thought we were gonna get some really bad horrible like cgi stuff but i'm gonna kind of fast forward because there's like 120 images so i'm gonna try to get through this but yeah our our uh teenage boy here he is uh you know he's he's the hot man on campus he's the quarterback he's got the hot girlfriend he's mr popular and then, uh, you know, things happen and uh, he becomes of that age where he doesn't know what's wrong with him. And uh, he starts fucking some people up, including his parents. He killed his parents, <laughs> excuse me, adopted parents. He killed them and he didn't even know he did it. He almost killed his girlfriend, uh, but he ran away because he started changing. So again, this movie starts off like a dark R-rated violent uh teen wolf movie uh there he is there's there's my boy right there got my moa there so he runs away from home because now he's he's uh wanted by the law but yeah look at this we have real suits real makeup man i mean this is great uh but um uh he runs away from home this was great this shit this was the stuff that i kind of was really the movie again the movie scoring points for me he runs away from home because, you know, the, the, the police are looking for him. His girlfriend kind of turned on him. And so while he's out and about, he's kind of um, still not really in control of his abilities. But there's some fun little scenes here and there where he kind of rescues some people. And he rescues this girl from these asshole trucker guys and kind of fucks them up. And I'm like, I'm kind of digging this. But he comes out to the small town. And little does he know, this small town 
there's a werewolf uh, kind of camp run by Jason Momoa as a group. But this is a great actor. I really enjoy this guy. Uh, you may have, uh, re- you might remember him from being the older version of Night of uh, Night Owl in Watchmen. Uh, great actor. Is he a werewolf or not? I don't know. You're gonna have to watch the movie and find out. But he kind of takes in the young man. He kind of ends up working for him on the farm. He kind of becomes his surrogate dad uh, in a way. Uh, you get some interesting CGI scenes during the motorcycle, though. But but Momoa is having a blast being in this movie. He's the leader. Obviously, he's the alpha wolf. Uh, doesn't really like uh, Young Buck coming around, throwing his weight around. So, you know, he's got to set, he's got to set him straight. Um, but uh, things happen. <laughs> I know it's, I'm trying not to spoil the movie. But yeah, if there's any if there's any argument of Lobo uh, against Lobo, excuse me, against Momoa being Lobo, this this movie's a great argument for him being Lobo because there's some shots in here where he's just crazy full of rage and the way his eyes look and stuff. I'm like, dude, it's fucking Lobo. Jesus Christ. It's fucking Lobo in real life. Uh but yeah, his past gets revealed, the boy. Again, I don't want to spoil too much. And then, and then uh, more shenanigans, but they don't want him there because he's going to bring the police there. He's going to bring uh, trouble. So we have this back and forth with this little rivalry. But again, this is all real. None of this is CGI. This is all real makeup, real, real suits that these guys are wearing. There's the scene at the beginning where he uh, kills his parents and uh stuff like that but yeah you get some sap you do get some sap luckily the movie doesn't focus on sap and it's not 80 percent sap but if it's 80 percent sap then i would i probably fucking hate this movie uh but yeah not perfect not like it's the greatest werewolf movie ever but what i enjoyed about it not just the practical makeup and suits was yo there's actual fighting in this there's actual werewolves kicking the crap out of werewolves, werewolves hunting werewolves. There's blood, there's gore, there's stunts in this movie. And the f- end finale fight between two characters, you could probably assume who fights at the end, but the end finale fight, when they go at it, dude, there's wire work involved. There's a really cool shot of Momoa as a werewolf. I just spoiled some of it. Ah, you guys already knew bursting out of the barn that's on fire uh we have a werewolf sniper <laughs> werewolf sniper using his his werewolf abilities to to hit targets and blow shit up yeah and they go at it man and that's a it's a great fight at the end like it's legit so you got really good makeup really great werewolf costumes and full suits no bad cgi that the actors are in Oh, this was the scene earlier in the movie when he first started to feel his werewolf rage. He just like, <laughs> this guy hits him during the game, like and not, not clean. He hits him kind of like after the fact. And he just dives, leaps at this guy, and just fucks him up. He almost beats him to death. That was like earlier in the movie. Uh, but yeah, despite some sap, despite, you know, some low budget, um, it's legit, man. Like it's legit entertaining for a small. I mean, look at this. It's all real. There, there you go. You got our sniper there. <laughs> but yeah, the finale is legit. There's the stuntmen 
are great in this and what they do. I was very surprised that I was entertained uh, with this film. I was really surprised. But yeah, the end finale. Oh, look at that. Yeah. A little, little bone. But yeah, it's fucking Lobo. Look at this. It's fucking Lobo. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, there's some great stuff I'm trying to find. But yeah, wolves fighting wolves, hunting wolves. It's some good shit, man. I was, I was again going into this expecting it to be what a lot of people have told me one of the worst werewolf movies they've ever seen in their life, and it's utter trash. And I'm like, I kind of dig it, man. I kind of dig it. Again, that one-on-one fight at the end, like just some scoring points, wire work, stunt work, just fucking slashing each other up, fight choreography, beasts versus beasts. Kind of dug it. I kind of dug it. <laughs> You'd be sucking. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was probably one of the reasons why the movie was probably greenlit, you know, uh, kind of like Lost Boys with Wolves a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this is it's some this is the perfect way to sum up <laughs> Teen Wolf R-rated violent version. Yeah, but an exciting, unexpected fight at the end. So I kind of dug it. I kind of dug it. So, hey, I didn't uh, I didn't. I didn't waste my money on that one. Now, this next movie, again, this is up to you guys. Now, this is a spoiler. This is spoilers, okay? Um, so if you don't want to hear spoilers for this next one, uh, I'll see you guys in a few minutes and come on back. But I want you guys to let me know. So this got a lot of buzz. It's the only reason me and Lady Fatblood watched it. And I wanted to review this movie with her really bad, but work schedules, this is not happening. Uh, but... Um, this one is, again, this is spoilers, okay? Heard a lot of buzz. This one is No One Will Save You. Yes, this is the, this is the movie everybody's talking about right now. Everybody's talking about this movie. And I'm actually surprised it only has a 6.3. Well, actually, I may not be. Actually, I, no, that's, that's about right. Because once I start describing you, uh, the movie, you're, you're going to be like, ah, I get it. I get it a little bit. So this is kind of like a sci-fi horror thriller. No one will save you. You can watch it on uh, Hulu right now. And plot synopsis is an exiled anxiety ridden homebody must battle an alien who finds its way, who found its way into her home. <clears throat> Directed by Brian Duffield. And uh, I'm not familiar with this actress here, Caitlin Dever, but she did a great job in this movie. So I will tell you this. Uh, we heard people complain because they were like, this movie's so good. Why wasn't this released in theater? And then we found out later, the studios were like, oh no, we can't release this to theater. Not like there's anything graphic or anything like that. But me and Lady Fat are watching this movie five minutes in, five to eight minutes into the film. Lady Fat Bud turns to me. She goes, oh, now I know why the studios were too scared to release this in theater. There's no dialogue. There's no dialogue in the movie. There's a little dialogue from some side characters here and there. 
but for the most part, there's no dialogue. Now, I know what you're saying. Well, The Quiet Place, you know, did well. That was a huge hit, right? Well, The Quiet Place, which I still haven't seen the second one yet. The first one I really enjoyed, but I saw The Quiet Place before the hype. That's different. I went into it not really knowing what I was going to get with The Quiet Place, and I really enjoyed it for what it was. This was before the hype, but I never got around to watching the second one. I think my interest kind of waned. And I've heard mixed things. I've heard Quiet Place 2 is good. It's fine. I've heard it's not as good as the first. But the reason why The Quiet Place, for the most part, you can assume why that got released in theater is at least the main characters talk to each other. And you have the star power of the two parents, right? So you got, well, you got the star power. Well, we, we'll, we'll take a chance on this. We'll release it in theater. And then it became a big hit. This movie, there's no dialogue. <laughs> so imagine paying money to go see this movie in the theater and like no one's talking for like forever until a few side characters say a few words. Uh, so Lady Fabla instantly was like, I know why. Like after five to eight minutes, she was like, maybe maybe less than eight minutes. She's like, yeah, I know why this wasn't released in theater. But it doesn't make it a bad movie though. We always give movies a shot. And I'm going to talk about it right now. So let me let me bring up some photos and I'll do what I did with like I did with Wolves. All right. So we're talking. No one will save you again. This is spoilers. I'm not going to talk <clears throat> in detail. So I may spoil maybe the ending or a few things, but I'm not going to like get all deep here. But what this movie nails, despite its its ending, which I'm going to get to. What this movie and a few odd, like why why did we do this moments in the film? And the more you think about this movie, the more you you might be like asking too many questions. So it's one of these movies. But despite all that, what this movie absolutely nails is suspense. This is one of the most suspenseful films I've seen in a long time. And again, there's no dialogue, but this young actress, you still, I mean, great actors still have to emote. You still have to sell fear. You still have to sell to the audience what you're thinking and going through, right? But uh, these photos might be all jumped around here. But yeah, it nails suspense. You know, you have this girl who, she goes into town and the town, you know, she's waving to several people and they're not waving back. And you kind of like, well, what the fuck is the town's problem, right? Well, you find out later why the town hates this girl. Um, but she comes back home, and at night, she hears a noise. She hears ruckus. There's something in the house. And again, nailing suspense so well. But here's my thing. Uh, let me know. Are, are any of you guys watching? Have any of you guys are fans of the movie Signs? Let me know if you were fans of the signs. M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong Signs. I loved Signs. The scene in the kitchen, that got me. I'll admit it. <laughs> the scene on the news, a walking phoenix freaks out. That I thought that was dope. The whole Night of the Living Dead homage for the third act for the finale. Thought it was thought it was great. Where the movie lost me was when they finally showed the alien. They did a great job of when you see the alien at the end, you see an arm, you see a leg, but when you see the alien at the end, it's in reflections in the living room when Joaquin Phoenix fights it. 
And I was like, oh, I see where I like what they're doing there. But then you see it in the TV. It's all warped, right? You see it in the glass of water. I was like, oh, this is all, this is amazing. But then when you actually the camera pans around, you actually see what the alien looks like, which is kind of generic. I all fear left me. Like I was just like, you fucking ruined it. You ruined the movie for me, for me. Some people don't mind the ending, but signs I, I really was into until they showed the, you know, and I was just like, oh, fuck. And then you had the cheese, the, the cheese sap of walking Phoenix, who was a failed baseball player. And now he's picking up the bat and he's gaining courage to be a, a, a baseball player again while he's beating up the alien. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, movie. God damn it. Movie, you had me and then you fucked it up at the end. So I was thinking about that with no one will save you because I was like, again, right? The movie's doing a great job not showing the alien, right? And my concern is, well, if they show the alien, is that going to fucking ruin it for me? Well, they ended up showing the alien. But here's where the movie excels. They show the alien. And so I'm like, okay, they're showing the alien early, walk around the house. All right. Now, show me what you're going to do with that alien. So they went all in. We're showing the alien early. They went all in. So I'm like, okay, let's see what they do with it now. All right, let's see how I feel about it. Uh, so let me see. You skip. Hey, what's up, Asian? Skipped out on OT tonight. <laughs> well, it's good to, good to have you here, man. We're talking no one will save you. It's spoilers. All right. So let me get back to the photos here. So really good. And and these aliens have powers. They do have a little bit of telekinetic abilities. Another thing this movie absolutely fucking nails is the sound design. When you guys watch this movie, crank up your sound system, okay? Turn off lights. The sound design is so fucking good, man. It is so good. And um, the, the soundtrack is very well done as well. Uh, but... What you find out a little bit later, because he's a lot of images and they're all over the place. She tries to escape. The, after having the altercation with the alien in the house, she ends up stabbing it in its head. And she tries to escape and run away. But what you find out is the other people in town are acting a little strange. And now they're coming after her. So now you could say, well, these people are possessed. There was a really good scene earlier where she comes out in the, in the morning before she goes out in the town. And she waters uh, her lawn. What happened? <laughs> oh, and she's watering her lawn. If you look closely, you see a ring around the section she's watering. Well, those are the old alien crop dusting uh, signs. Because uh, later you have a far away shot in the, up in the air. And you see those type of rings around other people's houses and stuff. In the very beginning of the movie, there's a great shot where the camera's coming like this over the trees. It comes in front of her house. And then it's awake. It's pretty high up looking down at the house. And then all of a sudden the camera does this. It zooms down and then focuses right on the house. You could interpret that as that's the UFO, right? So there's a lot of interesting moments like that through the film, but She's hiding from uh, the parents of her best friend. Um, 
but again, sound design. Now, the CGI in the movie is not like, you know, ridiculously high budget. Some of the CGI actually works very well. And some of it's a little wonky. Okay. This is her going into town. And everyone's like, fuck off. But yeah, great, great suspense building. Great moments. And so this little creature here is what was what the aliens use to possess humans and make them their slaves, basically. This little creature comes out of the alien's mouth. Yeah. Uh, she ends up pulling it out of her mouth. But yeah, that's what the aliens look like. So I'm like, all right, you're showing us the aliens. Let's see what you do with them. But yeah, intense stuff happens in the house. This first altercation she has with the aliens, hunting for her. And then you get introduced to... Uh, other type of aliens in the movie. It's not just the same one. You get to see. Uh, I mean, let, let's be honest. If if that if this this if you saw this walking around your house at night, <laughs> you'd be like, "What the fuck?" I think we all be a little concerned here. Uh, but yeah, the night after she has her altercation with her alien and kills it, when she goes out in the world, or at least on the town, yeah, everybody's either missing or possessed, right? She go. She tries to go to the police. That backfires. You get some cool, like independent day shots and stuff like that. Uh, what I did like though was the aliens act. I know this is going to sound weird, but the aliens acted alien. <laughs> they they acted in a way that's odd and not normal to humans viewing, you know. And I, I kind of like that. Um, but yeah. The town hates her, and I'm going to get to why. And this is trauma. This is guilt that's been bothering her ever since she was a little girl. She's still dealing with the fact that um, what happened to her and her friend, her, her young uh, friend here. And uh, I think I think the image is coming up here. I, but I, I enjoyed the character. The character is just like, fuck this. I'm going to try to fight back if I need to. Here's the scene in the movie where <laughs> they actually catch up with her the next day and they, they put the, the egg in her, the creature, to possess her. But she she rips it out. But yeah, some really good stuff here. Now, I'm going to talk about this. We're going to get to it. <laughs> but basically, the the big spoiler is and why the town hates her is because she got in a little, there's a little, there's a little crop dust in a circle there. She's watering it because she thinks, you know, it's, it just needs watering it, but no, the aliens have a, have a plan. But yeah, her mother died. She's living alone. She's lives in the house by herself. Here's the parents of the little girl. And you have a scene where they, they spit on her. There's, there's, her, there's her best friend still dealing with, there's that shot I was talking about in the beginning of the movie where you could assume it's the UFO landing right in front of the house. But yeah, great. Look at that shot. Really good stuff. There you go. She's stabbing the motherfucker in the head. That's what. That's right. <laughs> Fuck E.T. Let me see. Uh, there's the there's the parents. They spit on her too when they see her because she's she's desperate. She tries to go to the cops after the she kills the one alien, but they spit on her and she's like, ah, "Fuck it, I'm out of here." But see see the other circles. 
you can see the other circles around. Really great directing. And the town, after what happened to her and her best friend, the town uh, made like this mural for her. They really loved her. And that's why they really hate. But yeah, this is another fun little scene. Um, she she tries she buys a bus ticket to get out of town, but that doesn't go well. But yeah, really good stuff. Really good stuff. You can see another alien here. This was a, a nice little spider-like alien. We had a nice little fun little sequence here. And then look, you got adorable, you got dorbs. You got adorable little aliens doing YMCA uh, dances in the movie. I mean, come on. <laughs> but yeah, this is what I'm talking about. The aliens acting alien. Just not acting like all human-like to where you don't know what they're thinking. You don't know how to, how to read them. There's the scene in the film where the she's getting uh, impregnated there. <laughs> but she rips it out. Okay. So basically, the big spoiler is why the town hates her and why she's been living with this trauma. Um, they say she killed the alien quickly. Sounds like we would have. <laughs> oh, well, they, that's the thing. Uh, what's up, Rare Breed? How you doing? They've already taken over the world. It's just a matter of time. You don't find that out till later, but the deed is done. And that's why they come back for her. Uh, but yeah. Uh, it's been a while since we had uh, adult advertisements show up in chat. <laughs> it's been a long time, actually. Wow. I used to I used to have itchy trigger fingers banning those banning those guys all the time. It's like, well, they're back again. Wow, it's been a long time. <laughs> Um, so this is what happened. They, her and her, her and her best friend had an altercation and they got in a little fight, but she grabbed a rock and just literally just knocked out her best friend. But unfortunately she killed her at the same time. Uh, obviously nothing's going to happen to her because she's underage and that's why the town hates her. That's why the, that's, uh, <laughs> that's why the town hates her. That's why the parents spit on her. That's why. Earlier in the movie, she's waving to people and they're like, fuck you. Everyone's ignoring her. That's why. And that's something she's been dealing with throughout the whole film. So you have the scene. I thought this was going to be the end of the movie and I thought we were going to get a Brazil ending. So when she gets, when they put the thing in her mouth, all of a sudden it's, it's, it's nice. It's pleasant. You know, there's, there's no alien invasion. She's back with her family. Uh, her best friend is still alive. And when she sees her best friend, she realizes something's not right. And then she she apologizes to, you know, the visual aid that is her best friend. And then puts the her hand in her mouth and rips out the, uh, the creature and escapes. Um, right? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's been a long time. I like forgot about the, uh, but, um, so that's the big spoiler is that she killed her. She killed her friend. So she's dealing with that. But what's interesting is, is they can possess humans. But when they first captured her and brought her up to the ship, um, they, out of desperation, they ended up cloning her. 
And then they send the because she escapes. She pulls the thing out. She runs away. Then they end up creating a clone from her essence and put that on Earth. And that starts running after her. And that her clone stabs her. Her clone tries to kill her. She ends up killing the she in defense. She ends up killing her clone. But this was one of the odd parts of the movie where, as you can see here, she she kills her she kills her clone. And then she's all really sad about it. <laughs> like she like stabs her clone and then holds her. And then like they fall down and she's like crying. Like she just lost a loved one and she's holding her clone. I don't know what that was supposed to mean. I don't know if this was some deep medic metaphor type of scene, but I thought it was a little odd because I'm like, who gives a shit? <laughs> I would be freaking the fuck out if my, if a clone of me was running at me, trying to kill me. I'm like, oh shit, get the fuck away. I'm not going to hold the, the other samurai guy and be like, you are so beautiful to me. And I'm not going to be doing that. So I'm kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> Arnold's voice. <laughs> I am your clone. Does anybody remember in the trailer for Six Day? He says, clone this. <laughs> I don't think they used that in the movie, but he said, clone this. Uh, powder. I haven't seen powder in like forever. Uh, but anyway, that I thought that was odd. I, <laughs> I thought that was odd. But anyway, back to the movie. Back to the spoiler discussion. Um, here's the flashback. Of her killing her uh, her best friend, and it is the you know the the moments after with her father, uh, but they end up capturing her again. They're not fucking around anymore, <laughs> and they they probe her mind. I know you guys were thinking something else was going to be probed, and that's when they find the, the her the trauma and all that that she's gone through, and then they just let her go. Now here's where the people are split on this film. Some people really love the movie and they're just like, Jesus Christ, this movie literally came out of nowhere. And it's the talk of the town. They let her go. While letting her go, we have the whole scene where she comes to terms and finally accepts what she did and decides to finally move on. Right? Did we did we need a whole entire alien invasion movie? For her to realize that, <laughs> I don't know. That's up to you guys to decide and let me know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure if that was needed, but it still kind of worked for the movie. But they end up letting her go. Okay, and I love. I love this end shot. Here is great. So here's 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 the big ending here. So after they let her go, she wakes up in the bed, wakes up in the morning, gets showered, gets dressed, goes out into town. And all of a sudden, when she goes out on the town, the town is friendly with her. The town likes her. The town starts waving to her. All right? They start talking to her. Okay? And I'm like, okay. I'm trying to see where this is going. So I assume they just put another, you know, uh, put another tribble. They put another tribble in her. And now she's back to being a human slave again, right? And she's a slave on earth like everyone else is. 
that's what I thought was going on. But the more you watch the movie, let me get back to it here. <laughs> she uh, when she's when she looks and talks to the people, you can tell they still have the alien symbiote inside them. She does not. She does not have that. She's fine. She's normal. She's not a clone. A clone. She's not a clone, right? She's fine. And then she goes into town. She stops skipping and, and tralalying, and everyone loves her, and everyone's happy. And I'm like, we got another Brazil ending? Like, what's what's going on? And then we get to this sequence here, where it's literally uh, Disney Lifetime Channel <laughs> kind of kind of ending, and I'm kind of going with it. I'm kind of going with it, and it's just everyone's happy, and she's dancing, and she's happy and dancing. She's dancing while happy, happy and dancing, spinning around, spinning her skirt. Eating cake, drinking wine. Oh, what a date! That is the ending to this film. Now, <laughs> I wasn't too like all in with this ending. The only thing, the only thing that me and Lady Fatblood came up with was the alien saw her saw her trauma. And that inspired him to let her go. But the only thing we came up with, because she's not possessed, everyone else is. And she's happy and fine with that. The only thing we came up with is, now that she's beaten her trauma and moved on, her and the aliens have an agreement. <laughs> they have an agreement. They decided to let her go. They saw her value for some reason. And she just made the decision. She was like, all right, hey, you're going to let me go and be free? I have no issues with the entire universe or the entire world being possessed and slaves. As long as I'm free and I'm good and I'm happy and I can do whatever the fuck I want, I have no issue with this. That was the only conclusion we came up with. I would have to watch it again to see if I think differently and how about the ending. But she's not possessed, and she's not a clone. But I think there's some mutual respect, I guess, at this point, because she did kill several aliens. So maybe there's this mutual respect thing where, like, all right, all right, we'll let you go. But uh, she's fine with it. She's like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. It's the ending of the witch. Fuck it. I'm, I'm joining. If you can't beat them, join them. The whole world is enslaved, but I'm free. Fuck it. I'm going to have the best time of my life. And I, we, we were kind of like, okay. <laughs> I would have preferred uh, the Brazil ending. I would have preferred that. Uh, but what I did like was then the camera, while well, she's singing and dancing and happy-go-lucky and prancing. The camera pans up, and I'm like, I'm, I was so hoping that this was like, please don't be a dream or <laughs> some bullshit or I don't know. If you're not going to give us the Brazil ending, please let please let the alien still be there, and they're still in charge. That's all I want. 
And so we have this out, this faraway pan where it's all like, again, you don't see the sky yet. Everything's beautiful and rosy, singing and dancing and happy. And then when the camera pulls back, you can still see the aliens above and they're still the kings of the land. They are still the boss. They are still there. And I was like, okay, okay, movie. <laughs> I was like, all right. I like that at least. So let's see. Sounds like Alien versus Predator. She outsmarted and defended the alien, so they let her live. I I'm kind of going with that. That's why I want you guys watching. And those those of you that are watching this not live later, let me know in the comments what you honestly think about no one will save you. And um what do you think of that ending? So let me know. Well, let me catch up to you guys. Uh, Oh, I love Split. I just, I just hated Glass. <laughs> Glass fucked it, fucked it all up. Let's see. That's why she was sad for killing a clone. Maybe. <laughs> Again, we're, we're we're reaching here. We're trying to figure it out. So, um, but yeah, that's no one will save you. Amazing suspense. Great. Uh, performance from the lead um fun little violence here and there it's not rated r but you do get some violence uh you know this the cgi special effects are solid they're good enough sound design is great the music is great uh for the suspense scenes and you, there's some good stuff i mean this is probably one of the better alien invasion thriller horror movies i've seen in, in a while uh still mixed on the ending but I don't hate the movie. I've seen a lot of other people, they hate the ending. They're like, fuck this movie. <laughs> like, it's zero stars. Uh, but, um, yeah, I recommend it. If you guys haven't seen it, I still recommend you watch it, even though you kind of know the, you kind of know. <laughs> but it was nice to see filmmaking where they kind of trust the audience to figure shit out. And that's probably another reason why this didn't go to the theater. The studio was like, what is happening? I don't understand. Um, there's no dialogue. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> but yeah, it's nice to see filmmakers have, showing their respect to the audience. And be like, all right, I'm going to show them a clue here. I'm going to show them a clue there. I'm going to let them figure it out as they go, and they'll be rewarded. That, that I always champion that. Uh, not everything has to be dumbed down and insult the audience. Hey, they think you're, they think you're stupid. So we got to dumb it down. But yeah, great sci-fi suspense. If that's what you're into, then definitely check it out. I, I did enjoy it. I'm curious how I feel about it afterwards, like if I watch it again. I'm curious. But yeah, that's what I've watched recently. No stinkers. So... Uh, do the aliens give a pass for people with drama or does she get special treatment? I, I don't know. Because remember, that's why it's bizarre. Because remember, at this point, the whole world is taken over. There's there's trauma and drama from probably millions of people. So, But they're all, in her town, they're all possessed. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still a little mixed on the ending, but it was still a, it was a good watch. So. I haven't watched it, but I'm curious now, and I might give it a watch. I honestly thought it was a no. Oh, <laughs> yeah, still check it out. I mean, I'm, like, them hunting her in her house and outside of her house is done so well. 
it's so it's really good like really good so there's there is value to the film just that ending and now that you know the ending it'll be interesting to hear your interpretation of the ending after you watch it right i'll be uh let me know let me know what you guys thought about uh, the ending when you get a chance to watch it but yeah been enjoying cinema lately unless it's the past couple of horror movies i reviewed on the channel <laughs> Yeah, it's a little similar, yeah. Yeah. Now, I I prefer the Invasion of the Body Snap Snatchers uh Snappers uh remake over this, but uh it was good. I it was a very it was a very solid movie. I enjoyed it. I hope they don't make a sequel. <laughs> No one can save you again. But then how do you sequel this movie? The whole world's taken over. <laughs> All right. It's time for us to just hang out and have fun. What's going on? What is happening? What movies have you guys watched recently? Any recommendations? Let me know. But yeah, I, I got a couple more minutes to hang out with you guys. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We watched Talk to Me on Saturday. It was all right. Movie was hyped up so much, but I was okay. It was okay. Can trust the opinions of these young ones. Can't trust the opinions of these young ones. I know. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I had a feeling. I'll still check it out for free, but I, I had a feeling. I'm hearing it's a very good, well-made horror movie, and it was a great, like, uh, first time effort from these guys so you never know these guys the next move horror movie may be um, astonishing but i had a feeling it was fine so yeah what's going on you know what i'm gonna be right back i'm gonna get some more tea so uh, stay tuned for a second, guys. I'll be right back. Where's my where's my where's my Arnold Jeff? There we go.
I'll be back. <laughs> do it now. Do it. Clone dish. I'm back. Got another another round of tea. I'm drinking out of my Avengers mug here. Avengers. Remember when? Remember when those movies were good? <laughs> You know, it's funny. People are already jumping the gun because the first episode of Loki season two was good. People are already like, it's it. Marvel's back. <laughs> like, dude, it's the first episode, bro. Wait till the season plays out, man, before you freak out. But yeah, it's good to see you guys. Orange tea. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Orange tea. Get to the chopper. Cool party. <laughs> this is going to be nothing but Batman and Robin quotes from now on. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tyler, will you please take me to doggy heaven? Take me to doggy heaven, Tyler. Yes. Hey, Tyler. Uh, I'm so happy you watch In the Mouth of Madness. That is amazing. That movie is one of the most underrated John Carpenter films ever. Tyler, you got to watch the documentary, The Making of Island of Dr. Moreau. You have to watch it, man. It's it's insane. What happened behind the scenes in that movie is insane. Let me try to find... Uh, here, I'm not trying to find it. Hold on. 
You may have seen it already. There we go. I got it. I got it right here. Yeah, this, dude, you guys need to check this out. Even if you've never seen the movie, you got to check this out. Oh, there's a Blu-ray of it. I didn't know there's a Blu-ray of it. Here we go. I'll bring it up for you guys to see. Hold on. There we go, right here. Yeah, this is it. Uh, Lost Soul. The docu- the doomed journey of Richard Stanley's Island of Dr. Moreau. So he was the original director that started doing the film. There he is right here. Who started making the movie. And then, I will not spoil it, <laughs> and then they had to bring in somebody else to finish the movie. <laughs> but yeah, you got to check it out, man. You got it. You got to check it out. What? Y'all be eating good, man. Yeah. I don't think I have. I may have to put that on the list because that sounds like fun. (laughs) Oh, man. Hot, warm tea. Man, helps the throat. Shit. I even worked out today too. I'm back at back at it, man. Did a little cardio. Did some lifting today. Just trying to get back to it and start being consistent again, man. Just moving. It's important. <laughs> See, uh, last week I watched the X from outer space. Oh, oh shit. No, I've not seen that one. No. Yeah, that that it might be on. Uh, if it's not on YouTube, it might be on like Netflix. I'm trying to remember how we saw it. We may have seen it on Netflix, but um, or Hulu. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a fun thought. I mean, that's where it started with uh, Jason goes to hell. But uh, nah, yo, hardware is great. Uh, but Dust Devil, man. Oh my god. If there's any movie out there I would love a sequel to, it's Dust Devil. Dust Devil, man. It's like a horror western, like a modern day horror western. But that character in Dust Devil is so fascinating. Oh man. It's so good. I think that the Blu-ray that I have of Dust Devil, I think it came with like a little mini comic book. And even that comic book, I was like. I want more of this character. It's so interesting and fascinating. I would love a sequel. I, I hate to I hate to make the remark of I would love to see a uh, a reboot or a remake. I don't want to curse the film, but uh, I could see it being remade because it's not like Dust Devil was this big, huge, gigantic success financially, right? So I'm I wouldn't be opposed to a, a remake if it was done by the right people. Oh, you saw it on TV. I mean, on Tubi. Oh, okay. You know, I want. I've been always want, uh, wanting to see the old one, um, the black and white one back in the day. And who's in that? Um, God damn it! Help me out, guys. Guy who played original Dracula. Oh my God! Why is the original Dracula from the old school era's name escaping me right now? Help me out, guys. It has the word. Oh, I'm curious to watch it now. 
Oh my God. Yeah, Boris Karloff, help me out. He's Frankenstein's monster. Dracula, Dracula. God damn it. Look, Bella Lugosi. There you go. Yeah, there's an old, old black and white version, which I heard was really good too, Tyler. I've, I've been wanting to see that one um, up for a long time. There should be a movie called Mr. Magoo <laughs> meets Freddy Cooker. <laughs> yeah, it's just getting back to working out. I'm going to be, as Hellboy said in the first movie, I'm going to be sore in the morning. <laughs> But yeah, that documentary is insane, man. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Marlon Brando was like insane. He was like out of his mind. Farusa Balk, though, she's awesome. She's in that. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. That's right. There is a 70s one. I was I'm curious about that one too. Yes, thank you guys, Bella Lugosi, yeah. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it, Egg. <laughs> I want Tyler to watch it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. 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 Lady Fat Blood's a big Feruza Balk fan. Going back to, that's right, Return to Oz. See, a lot of people don't realize that. Return. <laughs> Disney movies in the 80s were dark. Um, Yeah. Return to Oz has nightmare. It has some nightmare fuel in there. <laughs> I'm sure Disney was probably like, oh, it's Oz? Just put the name on it. Yeah. Disney Presents. They probably were like, "Oh my God, what did we, what did we, why did we put our brand to this?" Oh no, it's all right, egg. Yeah, it turned on. This is great. I wish, I wish I seen it when I was younger. I'd be bigger fan of it, but uh, I, I enjoy it. We got a poster, like a little mini poster, returned to Oz in the house somewhere. What, what are you going to watch, Tyler? The documentary. All right, cool. Oh, man. Creature of the Black Lagoon is great. Bride of Frankenstein is great. But my my boy, my boy, I was not expecting. Why, 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 why are you going to pass on it? <laughs> why would you deny yourself? <laughs> All right, nice, Tyler, nice. I had something I was going to say. God damn it, I forgot it already. Old age, man. Old age creeping up. Who am I? Where am I? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> it's coming. It's coming, man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, there the Disney movies in the eighties were dark. <laughs> Black Cauldron. I know there's more. I just can't think of them right now. Why are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the that's a classic. But I, I would I still recommend Return though. You should check it out. Just out of curiosity. It's a hard to find Blu-ray too. But it's 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 dark. It has some dark moments, but it has some lighthearted fun moments too. You know, I still I still haven't seen Stepfather 3 because I heard um, you know, our boy from the first two movies, which we reviewed here on the channel. You guys should check it out if you haven't seen me and Radical Reggie's stepfather movie reviews. It's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, I just didn't bother once uh, Locke from Lost um, wasn't coming back. I heard I, I heard some things. I heard that the guy um, did a good job for what he was given, his replacement. But I still haven't. I haven't seen it. Maybe one day I'll out of curiosity, maybe I'll check it out. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I can let you guys know, um, tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific time, join me and OGP. We're going to be reviewing the horror film, The Devil's Candy. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that tomorrow. So if you guys are free tomorrow, stop on by, hang out with us. It's going to be live, baby. (laughs) What's one of the weirdest horror movies you guys ever seen? Like, you're just like, what the fuck is this? Let me know in chat. And I'll put it on screen. <laughs> like, weird. Like, just bizarre. Like, you're like, what is happening? <laughs> you know what was pretty good? I didn't think I, I didn't think I was gonna like it as much as I did. Was uh, Society? Have you guys seen Society? <laughs> that finale in Society, I was just like, my mouth was like, <laughs> and I couldn't stop laughing. But yeah, if you guys if you guys seen Society, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, society. I don't want to spoil it for you. Hold on, let me. Uh... <laughs> Maybe I'll bring it up. Let me see. I think that's on Blu-ray from Arrow Video. This movie was bonkers, man. It was fun. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. I'm just going to show you. I won't show you any more. I'll just show you this part. Just what, you know, the screen. There you go. 
right on the right hand side. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, this movie, this finale is 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 it's it's wild. It's wild, but yeah, it's entertaining. There's actually, believe it or not, a message. <laughs> There's actually a message with society. Yeah. Let's see. How do I talk about it without spoiling it? It's been a long time since I've seen it. Let me, let me read the. Here we go. About 1989, directed by Brian Usna. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Uh, I'll try not to spoil this because it's in the plot synopsis. An ordinary teenage boy discovers his family is part of something, 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 something. That's it. <laughs> That's all I'm telling you. I still haven't seen Gozu, Eggshen. I need to watch Gozu. I still haven't seen it. Oh, Deathgasm's just fun. <laughs> I've actually interviewed the director from Deathgasm a couple of weeks ago. So check that out. Yeah. Sumo, don't be spoiling shit, man. <laughs> Message. Sumo, you better not be sending me butt face pics. Hold on one second, guys. All right. Yes, it's about something. <laughs> Disappointed zombie sending me that text message, man. That's I don't know. I don't know about you, man. <laughs> Yeah, hang, I'll hang out just for like 15 more minutes and then I got to wrap it up, guys. And society was a, a, a fun, weird one. I love Basket Case. I can't help it. Absolutely. <laughs> I absolutely love Basket Case, man. I love it. I don't think I've seen the sequels to Basket Case. Have you guys seen the Basket Case sequels? Are they worth watching? Is that the scene when the little girl gets bitten by the dog? Which uh, which scene is that? Are we still talking about society? <laughs> it's alive. I feel like I've seen this, but I don't know now. Uh, stay tuned. If you haven't seen my video already, Antihero, a headbanger that I have up, uh, talking about the drama and what's going on with the channel right now. Watch that. That way you're all up to date. 
but tomorrow I will be posting something just for the community, uh, just for the, the channel members. And then there you can, I'm going to ask a couple of questions and then there you can uh, let me have it in the comments. <laughs> but watch that video first. So that way you're all caught up. It just was just uploaded today for channel members. The baby, that's yes, that's right. They never made sequels to Alive, really? Really? That's weird. Let me go to IMDb. I thought there was like a three-pack or something, unless I'm thinking of another trilogy. I'm trying to find a live horror movie because other Alives are popping up on IMDb. Oh, for fuck's sake. Is it alive? Staying alive. It's alive. That's the name of it. It's alive. There you go. Uh, uh, there's something was that. I thought there was a trilogy. Okay, so it is a trilogy. Okay. Yeah, I thought I saw like a box set. Oh, it's on sale. Look at that. Look at that. It's, it sounds fun. It sounds cheese like good old cheesy fun, man. Was it in in humanoids of the deep, or is it humanoids of the deep? That was wild. That was another fun one. Let me see, humanoids from the deep, nineteen eighty. Humanoids from the deep is. Hilarious, but that's a good one. That's a good one. Wait, they remade this movie? Wait a minute, they remade this movie in 1996. While the town is in a state of alert, the monster of the sea keeps mutating the townspeople at an alarming rate. A research, hmm, I don't know about this one. The rating's pretty low. I did not know they remade it. TV movie. Oh, God. It's rated R, though. Hmm. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I did a trailer reaction a while back for the channel members and patrons. Looks good. John Woo's back. All right, Nate Dogs. Take care, brother. See you on the next one, man. Yes, Sumo, you have to watch this, dude. You have to watch it. My buddy, uh, Edgar, Edgar recommended it to me out of nowhere. And I'm like, I have to see this. <laughs> we need like a giant Roger Corman box set. <laughs> like just a whole huge movie collection. Oh, that's a that's a good one, Tyler. Yes, that's a good one. That's probably the most bonkers movie brought up tonight. Yeah, Meet the Feebles is bonkers for sure. <laughs> a buddy of mine did he rent it or bought he bought it? I don't remember. But I watched it in his room. I'm oh, sorry. 
I went over his house to hang out and watch movies, and uh, he said, he's like, hey, Peter Jackson did this other movie. It's weird. And we watched it, and we were like, wow. Yeah, it's 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 out there. Yeah, yeah. I posted it everywhere, Sumo. <laughs> uh yes. Yeah, beekeeper looks good. Not the beach. It's funny because it was like uh the beekeeper is like the apolo- it's it's Jason Statham's apology for Expendables 4. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, then they release Tyler a couple of uh like R-rated Muppet type movies. Like this this like in the 2000s, like mid to late 2000s or something like that. Didn't they release like a, a movie? And it was like R-rated. And I just rem- I don't know if it was any good or if it was any funny, but I just remember going, I guarantee you it's no meet the feebles. <laughs> but I forgot the name of it. Looking around, see where where's Gizmo at? Where's Giz? Probably hiding. He's waiting for me to walk around so he can pounce out, pounce on me. <laughs> oh, Severio. <laughs> if they only put electric boogaloo underneath Meg 2, I'd, I'd, I'd give it 10 stars. 10 out of 10. <laughs> oh, man. Hey. I think it's about that time. Wrap it up for the night. Don't forget, if you guys are interested in these titles, check the description box below. There you go. Not this. This <laughs> is something else. <laughs> but the three I talked about tonight, uh, check out. Check out. Check those out if you guys are interested. And uh, it comes out tomorrow, a lot of them. Uh, but yeah, always had a blast. Again, let me know in the comments below, for those of you that are not watching this live, what you thought about. No one can save you in the ending. I would I'd be really interested uh, to know. It's a slaughter. It's not even a versus. <laughs> it's completely slaughters. 2022. Uh, but you guys rock, man. I appreciate it. And thanks for hanging out again, talking movies. And see you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll be talking more horror movies. The Devil's Candy tomorrow. So, yeah. And uh, early happy Halloween from Brandon. All right. Take care, guys. Peace out.